0: Welcome to Cast the official podcast of Thrantasy. I'm your host, Benny Michelle, joined as always by A.B. Sutton. A.B., how are you?
1: I'm great. Uh, I was really worried we were going to miss this week or, or a week with all the holidays, but we've stayed strong and consistent. That's right.
0: And it's, it's officially time for our midseason report. Six weeks in, seven weeks to go in the regular season. It's been an interesting year, but somehow it's some been a somewhat normal year.
1: Uh, I don't know, that's not how it feels to me. I, I guess, I guess the general expectations,
0: considering what expectations are, I think this has been way more normal than I was expecting. But I guess we'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's later on our agenda. Yeah, let's get right into
0: it with our special guest tonight a long time, uh, full time, yes, from the beginning, right? I believe st- uh, Storm has been this from the beginning, so let's welcome Noam Storm Lefkowitz an original Thrantese member, to the, his first appearance on Thrantese Cast.
2: Hi, guys. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Yes, I am an original member, longtime listener, first-time caller. And, uh, You're not yeah. a caller.
0: <laughs> we called you.
1: <laughs> you were highly demanded by our listeners.
0: That's right. <laughs> they they That's were like saying, when are, you,
1: when are you going to collaborate with Storm? We like both of your works, but you know, really, fireworks could happen if you all get together. So we made it happen.
0: And it's a well, good time to I have live to live too. I'm oh, sorry, say again?
1: I hope I
2: live up to the expectations.
0: Oh, I mean, it's the high bar here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good time to have you, too, because you sit at four and two, fourth in the power pole. You're having, like, your typical storm year, sitting near the top of the standings, but we know that this will ultimately end to disappointment, as it always does.
2: Well, we will just say I was first until I got invited on to Thranke cast. I mean, I think it's like the Madden Jinx or something like that. I, I was first. You invited me on on Sunday to yes. record,
1: and now I dropped a fourth. So. Yeah, it's yes. true. That's, that's what drew our interest in the first place. Uh, and now that you're fourth, I don't even know why you're here. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to start with this because I feel like we did a pod once, and I said that there had been this narrative that you were the – typically unlucky player that you had these very good to sometimes great teams and just had those years where you were always playing every week. You seem to be playing the team that finished first that for that week. And then AB pushed back against a little and said that the narrative was overrated and you're not that good or something. I might be paraphrasing.
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I think I've definitely been pretty good. I mean, the total point standing speak for themselves. I think I'm third in the total points standing. So, I mean, I've obviously been one of the better players. Um, I don't know if I've been incredibly unlucky at all. I think I've maybe been unlucky in playoffs. But besides that, I don't think I've been unlucky. It just, yeah, I mean, I've had good seasons and just lost playoff games. If, If I remember correctly, I think I've only won one playoff game in the history of my fantasy career. So I think I just kind of get to the playoffs a bunch of years and
1: lose. I've also only won one playoff game in the history oh. of my fantasy year. Twins. Correct. Uh, so you're, you, you're you've,
0: never, you've never been to the finals. Uh, what's the furthest you've gotten?
2: I've been to the finals. But I oh, won. you have been to the finals? That was the only year I won a playoff game.
0: Oh, that's right. You lost the skates. Right, 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 I lost right. Lost
2: skates on uh, A.J. Green drop touchdown pants uh, at the end of the game. And we were oh, watching together at the doghouse, and he dropped oh, the touchdown. Oh, that, that's right. Easy. That's right. That's how I lost my that fantasy title.
0: Wow. wow. So that
2: was unlucky, I guess. But and, uh,
0: Was that one of your better years, too, if you recall? Because like, I don't remember. Yeah,
2: that. I think that might have been uh, what I call my uh, my perfect year, because I was almost perfect the entire year. My team name was the perfect storm. So uh, I think that was my, my what I call my perfect year. Or almost perfect year.
0: Perfect, perfect wasn't – I feel like you're a – typically use a Browns guy and Burford was not a Browns guy.
2: Correct. I've so uh, I've I've switched from using a Browns player to then a bunch of Storm Puns and this year I just won Corona. So you <laughs> never know what you're gonna go get with me. So
0: I, I I actually have liked your teams a lot over the years. They've been pretty uh well developed.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Oh yeah, generally considered the uh the top team name I think that's widely accepted. Wow. See this is
0: this is why and, and you know I'm joined here by two people who have ne- no sweatshirt. I'm, I'm a sweatshirt guy myself w- with one patch. I, no sweatshirts, no patches here. And then I don't want to speak out of school, but in conversations with my fellow sweatshirt wearers, we, we prefer that thing that the group stays you know, the way it is, a small number of sweatshirt wearers. But I think many of us are in agreement that if there were one person to break through, out of the, I think it's six so far that uh, have never worn this. sweatshirt. It would be me. No, uh, you're not high I hopes. know where this is going. It would be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, I don't know. I guess I, like I, I don't speak for everybody, but I know. I, I, I certainly could, you know, if it's between rooting for Amy to win a title or Storm to win a title, it's definitely rooting for a Storm.
2: Well, I mean, obviously, who wants A-V to win a title? But uh, right. I have good news
1: for. I have good news for you, I have good news for you, you. coming later in the podcast. <laughs>
0: um, but so, how are you finding this year, Storm? Leaving aside all the you know typical years, like how are you finding the COVID year?
2: Uh, so far it's been fine. Um, it really hasn't. I've kind of lucked out. I have to say this year, I've been probably very lucky. I have to say compared to most people in the league, I've had almost no injuries. Uh, when I know like everyone's here, but I've had no serious injuries um, and I've really haven't you know been hurt by COVID that much. I had uh, one issue earlier this year where uh, the Steelers Titans game got canceled and I had a scramble from a quarterback and I had to pay a lot of money for, um, for uh, what's his name again on the bears. Drawing to blank for a second. Um, Foles, big Dick. Yeah, Foles, I had to pay a lot of money for Foles to get him on my team because I know mm-hmm. quarterback to start that week. But besides that, the COVID really hasn't affected me. So I've kind of lucked out with that, both injury wise and COVID wise. So far, I've been okay. I know I just jinxed myself, but so far, so good. From that end,
1: lightning will strike.
0: Why did someone? T- oh, wait. oh, you started a player on a bye this week. Did you know that? Someone texted me about that. Yes. That was intentional.
1: Yes. Do we have rules
2: against that? I thought you were allowed to. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the Wait, no you mean we, it was
1: intentional.
2: You just had no one else? I only had one tight end on my roster and he was on a bye. Oh, and I, had I see. Another player to pick up a tight end to play. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: frowned, that,
1: it's frowned upon.
0: I I, th- I I mean I can consult the rules now. I think the the idea was that you can start a player to buy if it's intentional and strategic because you don't want to drop someone. If there's no if there's in other words, if you start someone on a buy at the expense of someone you could have started, that's, that's a yeah. strike.
2: Oh, there was no problem with doing
0: it. Right. I I've, think that's right. I think it's, if you start someone on a buy where you really could have started someone else. And again, nowadays in COVID, you could actually start someone a buy just because he's assigned to buy at the last minute. But that's the thing about the, the COVID year I was thinking. Um, this is the first time in 11 years where the of schedule was such that we had, football sunday games on Yom Tov, and of course it would be the covid because the covid year because it was not just the covid that's the issue but when you combine like a game could get canceled saturday and if yeah. you're observing two days of yomtov you have no idea that you, your guys are not playing on sunday it's just chaos
2: yeah you just had a contingency everything
0: i mean we learned that that was like i i found out uh, I think it was like Sunday morning or somebody told me in shul that the Patriots game was canceled. And I think that was not canceled, which just moved to Monday, that one. That was the Patriots anyway, Chiefs.
2: Yeah. No, not, I don't remember.
0: I think that was, the, yeah, that was the Patriots Chiefs game. But it like, it just sounded like chaos. Like, what am I coming back to Sunday? Well, like, what anybody played?
1: Yeah, I think we're kind of shifting into our next topic here a little bit, which is Corona. But... It was a weird feeling this Sunday because I was kind of panicking on Friday. I'm like, what if crazy stuff happens And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I could just I could just okay. deal with the Sunday morning. So <laughs> it was weird to just have a normal week and not have to worry about like everything going to hell and not, not right. knowing about it. Uh, but yeah, at the, at the end, at the end, it was mostly uneventful so far. I mean, there, there's been a lot more worry than actual changes there have been changes just essentially by has been moving around. But I think that the worry, uh, you know, the, the actual effect didn't reach the level that we were concerned about initially. Yeah. Th- That's
0: what I was saying at the, at the top of the, at the top of the show that it, it's, it's been obviously different, but not nearly what I think any of us were expecting. I mean, we've had one, I mean, how many players, have actually te- how many fantasy players, good fantasy players, have tested positive for COVID? Can- I think it's Cam Newton. That's it. Yeah,
1: that's about it. Yeah, any other ones? Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean six weeks. I know. Mean, I think uh, Rock- I think uh, Armstead on uh, Jacksonville has been on the yeah. COVID well, list. if
1: not for Armstead, James Robinson might never ever merge. So that actually hmm. kind of had a ripple effect. Um, but he was never. He never. At the end of the day, he was never a significant player. Yeah,
0: I mean, we had with six six weeks in. I mean. Goodness knows, there's still another seven weeks of regular season and playoffs, and anything could happen. But six weeks in, one real COVID crisis in Cam Newton, a couple of games in the last minute cancellation. And people, uh, people are getting screwed, especially skates, and I don't think anybody particularly cares about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Also,
1: he's doing but, um, just fine, it appears.
2: But way, uh, just bringing back to that, why I started talking about buy this week? That was because the guys, the players, by got moved because of COVID. So he, he wasn't supposed. to. Yeah, the Chargers' well, bye was not supposed to be that week. So I was supposed to have him playing this week, and I had another tight end who was – I had Jared Cook on my team beforehand who was going to play when, when Henry had a bye, but then they both got their bye in the same week, and I ended up dropping one of them.
0: The Chargers moved – why did they move the Chargers' bye week?
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't remember the whole – it was like a five step ripple thing yeah. with the pan. Uh, yeah. The charges <laughs> got, got affected the most like even though they had nothing to do with and it. And then it got moved
2: to to six. Or yeah, to week six. So that's part of the reason why that happened.
0: Oh, huh? I, I had no idea. Uh meanwhile you uh, yeah, you only scored seventy points this week.
2: Yeah, it was pretty pathetic. It was, again the fantasy jinx killed me. Fantasy cast jinx, I mean.
1: I wonder if that's a thing. We'll have to look back at the records. <laughs> yes. it's, worse than, it's worse than the Madden cover.
2: Sports illustrated ask. Yeah, but I've,
0: I've been pleasantly surprised with how smooth things have gone. Um, just, other than those COVID-yomtov crazy weeks where things were happening and, and people who were like you know, unable to make changes couldn't make changes, that was bad. But other than that, I think it's been mostly fine. We've had these extra IR spots that have not really been needed for the most part and I don't know I think I'm shocked to see that this has been a somewhat normal fantasy year and sitting where I am at the bottom of the power pole I'm kind of hoping that we have I think another couple weeks to cancel the whole season (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that 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 will also be covered later on this <laughs> perhaps well what's the intru- cut off, the cutoff for that is week 10 yeah i'm I feeling pretty so. confident this is gonna happen
0: perhaps i could find a way to introduce uh pierce the nfl bubble and, and bring some corona into the league to shut it <laughs> if if, shut if, it if, going if
1: that's gonna happen in any state I, i'll trust florida florida to be the <laughs> The leaky
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is a city, this is a state where our governor has encouraged dolphins to fill the entire state, and the <laughs> dolphin <laughs> said, "Thanks, but no thanks."
2: <laughs> Gotta um, love Florida. Yeah. So, uh, I, I wonder. We have we have used up most of the bye week. So if there's any other issues, what's going to happen? Because I don't think because I think a lot of the bye week shuffling has happened already. So if there's any other game I need to get canceled, I'm not sure what happens next.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've just definitely discussed this in the chat. Um, I don't, I'd be very surprised at this point if week 18 does not happen. Um, the buy, like you said, the buys are used up. Their next move is they already cleared, like, they reserved the stadium for the Super Bowl for like a month afterwards. Mm. Not that anyone's doing anything in that stadium these days anyway, but it's like they're all ready to go to push it off. Like everything's saved. Everyone expects it. All the advertisers know this is a possibility. Um, so, you know, that's probably what's going to happen. And if a game gets pushed there, uh, we'll, we'll argue about it at the time, but most likely if your game gets pushed, you're just going to be screwed.
2: I mean, also from the NFL perspective, it's probably just more money for them. It's extra ratings, right? There's no really downside from the NFL to push off to have a week 18. Yeah, those
1: games will have no competition. Correct, right? Haven't
2: they been fighting back? I think
0: the players want. Wait, was it, I think the players who want an eighteen-week g- schedule because it gives them two buys. But the NFL was pushing back against it.
1: I hadn't heard that, but it's uh, that not this year.
0: Generally, like like over oh yeah,
1: generally the players don't want an extra week for sure. They don't want an extra week, right?
0: Why would they want a second buy?
1: Well, the, no, the NFL is just pushing for more games, not, not more buys. I don't oh, think okay. that's really on the table.
0: Right. But I, I, I think there's something to be said for it. Right. If you spread out the games more and you add another buy, would you get healthier players playing in more spread out games? It seems like a decent
1: idea. Yeah, the NFL is only interested in more buys if it comes with more games. So no, no, I mean, everyone's okay with the buys. <laughs> the, the more games is the is the uh, issue of contention.
0: So why wouldn't they just gen- – I think they did that once when – we were younger. I remember like a two bye week year. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think there was a. I think there was an eighteen week year. We could look this up. And I think there was an. Eight, there was a year where every team had two buys. I don't remember what year, but I think that
2: was a thing. I don't recall that at all. But uh, I feel like that's something we need to get Harold. Harold probably knows off the top of his head what year it happened, but. Uh.
0: 2000. Oh no, 2001. But that was the 9/11 thing. Ah, for the 1993 season, the league experimented with scheduling by adding a second bye week for each team, resulting in an 18-week regular season. That's it.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, so, Stone, what's your game plan the rest of the year? Trying to make your uh, way when, back when
2: Back on the COVID, I have argued in the chat that I think if any of the playoff games get canceled, we should allow Week 18 to uh, to count retroactively. And I think in the playoffs, it's not a big deal. So I'll bring that up again here on Fantasy Cast <laughs> to say that I think I think that's not a bad deal. And I think it'd be really tough for someone to lose a playoff matchup just because their game got canceled for COVID.
1: Well, if if it's really tough to happen, then what's your concern? I mean, obviously, the only, the only reason this would come up is if it does affect the playoff match. Otherwise, no one cares. No, I'm so saying
2: if it affects a playoff matchup that we should account week 18 retroactively to whatever play. Uh, so wait, so
0: in, your, in your plan, so let's say, you know, you have uh, Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers week 15 game when you're in the semifinals gets postponed when it's your playoff week. And now yeah. they say, okay, you're gonna play. Okay, Green Bay's gonna play Week eight, Week eighteen instead. So your idea is, Rogers doesn't play, you lose. Let's say you play A.B. A.B. advances. Then when Rogers plays Week eighteen, we go back and say, no, really, Storm would have won. So Storm advances, and then we look at the finals. And even though Stick beat A.B., Storm really would have had a higher score and wins. Yep, that's insane. <laughs>
2: It's crazy.
1: I, I, I don't. I think it would
2: make it, it. It could keep more teams in the playoffs, which could be kind of fun. So you might not know who won a matchup. But uh, I, I don't see a huge downside. You have to wait three more weeks to to figure it out. But I, I don't think it's a huge downtime downside. It keeps. It could keep more teams in, so it could be more interesting. You don't know if you won your semifinal matchup or not. Oh, so, everybody loves that. <laughs> both Both teams will have to you know set their lineups for the finals, and both teams will care about waiver wires before the finals and then after week eighteen you finally figure out who won what and then ev- and then you have like four or five you know maybe three four teams caring about a one week eighteen game because it could affect the entire
1: playoff pool. I hear that argument. <laughs> This <laughs> is <just> really, really <laughs> strange. It's like you have like five people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Well, it's all this kind of Rogers game that it's going on in week eighteen because it affects who won the uh my matchup with someone else in the semifinals, which affects who might won the finals. Like I think it could be interesting.
0: I, I mean, taking this to the, the next level, it's like you're thinking about multiple players playing multiple games on week eighteen, and like you're trying to. Reverse engineer what happened three weeks earlier and replay all the playoff games.
1: It's it's lunacy. I, I mean, and then like the winner, the whole thing will feel a little cheap. No, like you know, oh, I thought I was, I thought I was out week fifteen, but actually I won. Give me the trophy. Like I don't know, I don't want to win like that. Not You're that not sure win. after week fifteen.
2: You don't know who won. You just you wait till week eighteen to find out who won the whole thing. You just don't know who won the semifinals and the finals. you just find out who won both games at the same time. I think I,
0: I think I need a ranking of like who needs to get screwed by the system most for it, for me to vote for it <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think this goes along the lines of you know there's always this balance in uh fantasy between like fun and fairness like you can make it perfectly fair by having no head to head but it really takes away the fun out of it and that's kind of what this is doing yeah it makes it more fair for everyone to have a player in week 15 but if you lose a player in week 15 you lost the player there's a lot of ways you could lose players and i i know covid is not the same as another injury but it's just another risk that you're taking uh playing in fantasy am i one
2: my one kind of argument to that is I don't think this makes it less fun. I think this is kind of fun also. So that's, that's my counter argument to that. I mean, I'm always in
1: favor of experimenting, but like there's a whole if season I, on the line here.
2: If I thought this made it a lot less fun, I would be against it. But I don't. I don't feel that way personally. I think it kind of makes it more interesting.
0: I mean people resisted the power pull saying like, they didn't like knowing where the having to wait to find out where they stood and like, you know, knowing the second the matchup ended. Okay. This is, you know, my head to head record. This is my total points versus an equation. Like this is just, you know, lunacy for people like that. Like they're basically saying, I- I've advanced the week 15, but since my opponent, and I, since I only won by 13 and my opponent had someone who had a bye week because of COVID, I have to wait three weeks to see if I actually advanced.
2: That is the downside. Yes. yeah. I mean. Well, <laughs> I guess. But I, I, I think the uncertainty could also be more fun for that person because they don't no, they don't know if they advance, or they still care about week, you know, fifteen or sixteen, which they might not have cared about.
0: I guess I mean, if you you, you, you know, the listeners will uh, will hear this, and our you know vast audience can weigh in and vote and decide uh, if they will adopt the storm playoff plan come week uh, fourteen, but. In the meantime, we'll see how the season continues to play out. It's been interesting, and hopefully uh, we'll continue to keep uh, a, some, some rosters healthy, and everybody should hopefully uh, be able to feel <laughs> active players. And uh, by week craziness, will hopefully slow down or stop, and we'll get back to a somewhat normal season again. Um, we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. When we're back, another special AB Ranking.
1: Are you looking to host your next Simcha or hangout in a COVID-safe space? Worried about the weather and don't want to deal with those annoying tent rental companies? Do we have the answer for you! Come down to Amir's Garage, located on a dead-end block off a block no one's ever heard of. It's perfect for your wedding, bar mitzvah, or fantasy football draft needs in these crazy times. The Wi-Fi at Amir's Garage works surprisingly great. Even if your Zoom calls have failed in the past, like literally every year in the past, It will work this time, guaranteed, or your money back. Amir even provides an option to zoom in your brother at the last minute if you forgot about the event altogether. And for an extra fee, Jonas Sobin is available to guest host the event for up to five minutes. Amir's Garage also comes with an outdoor area that includes an outdoor heater, because once you have bought everything on Amazon, you can still always buy an outdoor heater. So when it's time to plan your next COVID-safe event, Look no further than Amir's Garage. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Amir's Garage is located in Teaneck or Bergenfield or somewhere in that area. Any statements of Jonas Sobin are his own views and not the views of Amir's Garage.
0: Welcome back to Uh We are halfway through the season and A B would like to uh, rattle off another one of his patented... Well, actually, we've done some of them together, but this one's all A B. So what are you ranking this this time, A B?
1: So... Um... I don't know about patented, but yes, i like to doing things. Um, I am ranking what I believe is the teams, each team's chances to win the 2020 Thorantasy championship from least likely to most likely. Uh So uh, this
0: is a, uh, like a a election type thing where you're projecting the results of the season.
1: Correct. It's a projection and uh, feel, feel free to weigh in at any time with your comments questions and uh other thoughts
0: okay let's get started
1: at number 12 i have one of our uh one of my (laughs) co-hosts shocking (laughs) shockingly it's Benny. and uh, i i put down a little note uh next to each team uh you know with some thoughts and all i have next to you is no no just no (laughs) not not happening no
0: um
1: but but feel free to weigh in on that. You know, add some color.
0: Okay. Um, so first of all, fair. Um, second of all, I have like come clo- even in my losses. I have like I have lost the storm by eight last week. Um, I lost the skates by eight or seven and a half in week three. So I, I mean, the I'm last in points. I'm horrible in overall head to head. I don't. I've not. I don't. I have no complaints. Like, oh, I don't deserve to be at the bottom. I totally do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've i I've, I've put up a good fight. And then the only thing I'm going to add is that this trade this week was just hitting me at every conceivable level. Like, I, I looked at I came into this week, I was one of four. Like, okay, I, I I'm in a position where I should try to do something. I got to improve here and there. So I said, okay, I'm trading the star in Henry, but at least I'll improve it. Wide receiver two and quarterback two, which Jones was killing me. So of course, Jones is a decent outing. Fitzpatrick played his last game as a starter and Henry rattles off 40 points against me. So it was a, a <laughs> I trade did not for even the ages. <laughs> a trade for the ages. Um, um,
1: I mean, Sanders is probably the nail in the coffin. Oh,
0: right, right, right. There's the nail in the coffin. Sanders is going to be out for the next week or two. So just, I mean, I, I, I thought I was giving it a good face shot to like try to, uh, you know, you, you've you all been there. You've been in that position where, like, you don't have the leverage. You're going to try to do something to improve your team and change change the uh, tone of the locker room. But, uh, yeah, this is this is not going to be my uh, best season.
1: Yep. I think that, that covers the tire fire that is Benny's team. <laughs> At number 11, I have Butch. Um, you <clears throat> know, I'm hesitant because – I've doubted Butch before, and I've paid the price for it uh, as soon as, as recently as last year. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I see here is Kelsey, who's amazing. Uh, Herbert, who, you know, was a nobody, but now is showing promise of, of being the next young star. You know, I probably prefer him even to burrow from a, from a fantasy perspective at this point. Uh, actually, I think that's pretty fair to say. Uh, not, not that controversial. Uh, but I don't see much else here to get excited about. So um, for this team to take it all the way uh, after a two and four start seems unlikely. He has – Gurley is, is probably the best player. Um, he's kind of touchdown dependent. Uh, Ridley is having a very good season, but he's like battling Gurley? with injuries. He's
2: got Hopkins. That's probably oh,
1: sorry. That. Yeah, Hopkins is the best player. Gurley the best running back. Um, Hopkins is definitely a you know a superstar. There's no question there. And Ridley has a lot of promise, but I don't see a lot of um, kind of secondary pieces rounding out the team. So there's like two or three stars. And then we have like J.D. McKissick, Malcolm Brown. These players are just like not going to cut it, even even in the flex.
0: I just want to say can't talk about Butcher's team without mentioning Saquon Markley, fifty-one dollars out after one week.
1: Oh, I, I, I'm not assigning any blame. This no, no, pure, just, just, uh, just just just
0: just got to get it out there. hard hearted
1: uh, analysis. You know, we I'm are not, where agreed. we are.
0: Agree, but <laughs> just 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 to put it out there that you know, playing that that that's always tough to do. Everybody's had injuries, no question, but that's a tough one to to come mm-hmm. back
1: from there week was, one. There was, a lot, there was yeah. a lot of potential. There was definitely a lot of potential. Does Butch
2: have an empty roster spot? It looks like he has an empty bench spot. I'm just looking right now. I think
1: him. I think he probably dropped someone early. I don't know, but he probably just dropped someone after the weekend.
0: Did it I, 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 I kind sometimes. of ignored that big skates butch fight over um Haskins. Does anybody have any commentary on that?
1: Uh no, I'm gonna stay out of that one. Okay. Strategically. <laughs> <laughs> At number 10, uh, I have Av i seemed to have a strategy at the draft and I, I never spoke to him about it of um, kind of filling up his roster from top to bottom with like real players, but no stars. So like super balanced, but even more so. And I think storm has done this in the past, but he's doing it even more in that he, he even filled his bench with kind of decent players and really did not have scrubs. So it's not only his starters. Um, and he's, he's been hit with a few injuries too um but again i don't i think you need a little more firepower at the top to get over the hump what do you guys think yeah i I remember there was
2: there was an argument about that before the season started and uh i agree that i don't think it's worth to spend so much money on your bench so I, i you know i didn't agree with his strategy if that was his strategy
1: yeah i'm just speculating again i i haven't uh he could weigh in but that seems to be where he was going and it doesn't leave you space to to pick up real free agent fines. I mean, I'm sure he has spent some some money on Fab, but if you have two empty spots on the bottom, then you could use it on guys whom it could break out without having to drop someone you spent money on. So there's that advantage.
0: Here's a question for you. Butch is better than Av points and better than Av overall head-to-head. Head. Is there a reason you have Av more likely than Butch?
1: Yeah, there is. And I think... He has that foundation of quarterback, of Cam and, and Tannehill, who, who have both been very good fantasy-wise, and kind of provide you that base of kind of 40, 50 points, and you could build from there. Um, Butch has Burrow and now Herbert, so he definitely and, – and, and Av has a backup in Baker. Butch has Burrow and Herbert and then no one, and Burrow has weeks where he just disappears off the map. So I, I just don't think he has that foundation.
2: Number
1: uh, ten. but I just like you mentioned uh, about he has bought
2: some free agents. I'm not sure he has. He sells a hundred dollar free, free agent budget budget out. Oh so. so I, I just he assumed, might not have bought any free agents. No, there's some had... money. He
0: got some money back.
2: He got some money back? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Cortland Sutton. Uh I'm not sure if there's anybody else. Definitely Cortland
1: Sutton. Well, I was confused by Cortland Sutton, but <laughs> 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 nevertheless. He... You know, he he hasn't spent, but that maybe that'll work in his favor long term. It'll put him in a position to grab someone huge down the line. Butch, Butch doesn't. I just assume that Butch has no money left. I'm not looking. But that's usually how Butch's seasons go. He spent like forty dollars on Dion Lewis at some point. I don't, you know, I don't you're know.
0: saying that about Butch. Yeah, I was the one who spent the hundred dollars. I mean, granted, it was an unusual
1: that deal. was a once, yeah, a one, once, a yeah, time situation.
0: I feel like that's that's one of those where were you threads. People was like, where were you when you saw the one hundred dollar bid?
1: Wait, how did that come about again? Oh yeah, yeah, we don't have to. Do that. <laughs>
0: number ten. Moving on. He,
1: he who must not be named. We're up to number nine, I think. Oh wait, uh, yeah, number nine, right? Harold. Uh, uh, Harold seems to be having a very ugly season. He had, uh, I, I I don't know where he ended up, but he had a bad week last week. Um, but I think there's potential here, and I could be biased, but he has two of my favorite players in the league on his team, in Wilson and Metcalf, who were both off last week on a buy, um, and will be hopefully back and back in the action the rest of the season, and that has the potential in my mind to be one of the great connections. Um, I think Met- Metcalf Met- is Metcalf just at growing. seven,
0: Metcalf at seven might be the buy of the year.
1: Oh my god, that's what he went for?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's just depressing. Wow, that's
2: incredible. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize he's that
1: low. So yeah, he's one in five. Um, but if those two just go crazy, which they kind of have already, and I expect that to continue, that may that may lift him. In addition to obviously Zeke has to turn things around from a slow start. I actually own Zeke uh the the past three straight years so this is my first year not owning him in a long time and i can't say i regret that so far
0: oh i will say that harold that he's seventh and head to head and eighth in points so being one of five he's clearly gotten unlucky a few times
1: uh yeah i'm sure i'm sure that's the case
0: like let me see a week in week Five, he lost to Stick, and despite being nine and two for the week, and in week three he lost to Storm. He was the yeah, second highest score of the week, so he's one in five. But like, a not, not that's that's he's better than a one five. So I, I agree that he should be ranked above some of those two and four teams.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, I'm he, glad you agree has, with yourself. <laughs> he's low, but he has he has potential. Meaning, he's low. He just had a. He had a slow start it's not really a knock on on what he can do which is why he's higher in my standings than he is in the in the actual standings yeah um at number eight i have uri um he definitely has some interesting pieces um like i love robbie anderson this year uh that was a great pick um and but you know there's probably going to be some regression there although you know, you could say that he hasn't done this before in his career, but he also was on the Jets before in his career. So mm. we don't really have a good sample from, from, from the rest of his career. So maybe he can hold up. But I think there's other players that are flashing now that won't ultimately stand the test. Like Claypool, there's like four receivers there. I don't think he could do this all year once Deontay Johnson comes back. Uh, I think he has that Eagles guy, Fulgham. Uh, he has a lot of receivers coming back, yeah. And then he's
0: also in a post dac world right now,
1: right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it, there, there's problems, there's problems there, yeah. But there's there's potential, but there are issues. I didn't realize he was four and two, yeah. He got off to right. a good start, there
0: go. yeah. I mean, he had, he had Adams out for a bunch of weeks, he's he's now back. Um, but Dak, that's going to be tough to recover from,
1: definitely. Um, what are we on? Seven here, just looking at his team one more time. Yeah, and Burke had benefited from James White being out, but he's back, so uh, he's gonna have holes the rest of the way. Gallup seems to be a bust, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, next, I have me, and I'm not feeling too confident now. I, I should probably be below Uri, but I'm not gonna put myself below Uri in a ranking, which is not gonna happen. <laughs> so um, I, I did. You know, my team was built around my running backs. I had McCaffrey, um, Edwards, Edwards, elaire and uh, Mostert, and those those three have taken a real hit. McCaffrey out six weeks. Mostert going to IR. Uh, the Chiefs signed Le'Veon Bell, so you know I have nice quarterbacks. I think, but without you know, unless those three running backs all co- all come back into shape, and that's why I'm I'm even this high because if that happens, I'm I'm really back to being a good team again and that could happen, so there's potential. Um, but, you know, it's not looking pretty at this moment.
2: Yeah, I, I will say you've definitely been hurt by the injury bug. I thought your team was actually very good. And uh, if, you were he- if you were healthy, I think you'd be, you have, you have a very good shot to win this yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: started 2-0. There was hope, that hope is gone. Yeah. And I actually had Paris Campbell, too, who came on really strong in the first two weeks and then disappeared on the same week as McCaffrey, so that hurt. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that guy. Number five, I have Stark.
0: Wait, before, go. Look, before, I'm just curious. How do you oh, feel sorry, going six, the rest of? Six, how do you feel going sick. the rest of the year? Me? Do you feel? Con- yeah, I'm saying. Do you feel any confidence uh, at all? Are you like?
1: No, I, I, I started out. Uh, I, I said I'm not feeling too good. I'm pretty pessimistic. I, just,
2: I will say, if you can somehow sneak into the playoffs, I yes. would not want, if You were healthy. I would not want to face you in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: I, I actually think I will sneak in the, sneak into the playoffs, but I don't know if I'll be healthy. I don't know what Mostert's going to be doing, and whether. Hilaire and Bell will be splitting carries, so we'll see. I
0: mean, c- COVID throws a whole nother angle into the playoffs where it's just like if you sneak into the playoffs, you could just benefit like you're just playing against um, Uri and then Wilson at the Seahawks are suddenly not playing that week.
1: <laughs> it could be. That could be.
2: That's like a unless whole other angle. Unless you do my proposal and that won't happen. <laughs> the,
1: <laughs> the storm proposal is out there. It has not been officially <laughs> voted true. on. Okay. Um, Stark Stark is next. He's been hit with a lot of injuries um, and he he could have had a very strong team and maybe will. Uh, Cook is coming back and Eckler could come back eventually. Um, And Drake has been a bust, but he's starting to come on, although I think Chase Edmonds has really etched out a role there. um, And he's going to be permanently taking a significant workload. But Juju seems... I don't know what happened there. Anyone have any theories? He's just like nothing now. He he went from being like the guy to like the, the fourth most relevant receiver on the Steelers. I have no idea what happened. Um, but he has a good team.
0: I mean, as Deontay Johnson's owner, I have watched a bunch of Steelers receivers be very disappointing. So I think it's not just him. I don't know who's – I mean, Claypool obviously this week. But I don't know that uh, anyone's really – on the Steelers has been – Of the receiving core has been really that exciting.
1: Uh, well, they're they're definitely exciting. They all flash at times, but can four receivers keep it up all year? Like, probably not.
0: Okay, uh, just to look, Juju is. Yeah, he's averaging. Yeah, he's not even on the first page for point. Oh no, he is. He's ten point two. That 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 cracks top thirty, but he's not you know, not at the level that we were expecting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a bust, but listen, he has, he has a lot of good players. Justin Jackson is filling in for Eckler for now. Godwin's good. CD lamb has been having a great season. Uh, Yeah. We're, we're in, we're in the segment now where these are all good teams and he has a good team. So, so he should thank his brother. Things kind of have to come together. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs)
2: By the way, I will say also, Kenyon Drake had a really good game last night at least. So he might be coming out also, He did As a Chase Edmund owner, I hope that doesn't happen, but he seemed, you know, last night he played pretty well.
1: Yeah, there there was some garbage time there too, but I I think they like Edmonds. I think there's going to be some some kind of split, whatever Drake does. It's not like they've invested a ton in Drake. They they traded him last season for Miami, not expecting to get all that much. Um, So they're not, like, committed to him or anything. Unless they signed a long-term deal. I I forgot. I'm not sure. Uh, Moving on to number five. I have Kraut. Um, wow! like yeah, anyway. for,
0: for, for context, this is someone who's currently second in the power pole, first in head-to-head, five and one, tied for first in full head-to-head, forty-seven and nineteen, and one point back of stick in the power pole. And you have him. Was this five or four?
1: I have him five. Fifth. And oh. I think it's not like he's avoided injuries completely. But he really – I value Bench a lot, and he's really got very little there. If things go wrong, things can go right, and if they do, meaning it just stays the course and, and kind of coast to the end. But I don't see a lot that's backing up his stars so that if um, – you know, helping in the playoffs at 5-1, and one, there's almost no question. But
0: So uh, I just want to say this because he's going to text you as soon as he hears this, and he probably will text you before he hears me say this, but like Nick, Nick Chubb. He said he just stayed healthy. Like Nick Chubb. No,
1: no well, well, I'm not saying that he. Yeah, that's one player. and I'm Yeah, not that's saying, one
0: player that was, a, it was over $30 that he spent on him. And that's a big piece of his team that went down.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's only been out like two weeks. So it hasn't. It will affect his season more going forward, but mm-hmm. it hasn't tanked him thus far. Um, yeah, so he has a very good starting team. But if, like, Brian Hill, Cameron Brate, Royce Freeman, his, most of his bench shouldn't be on a roster. Robert Tanyan had one good week. Um, so if, if this team stays together, there can absolutely be a deep playoff run. But I could see it going wrong in a number of ways. Like, yeah, if he loses a quarterback for yes. one or two, you know, obviously it's over. I, I, I think that's pretty clear. Oh, yeah, I did no backup, and they're both superstars who run, and you know, are, that's always an injury. It's,
2: it's kind of interesting that he's number one in head to ha- in full head to head, but number four in points. That's kind of a weird dynamic. That is interesting. interesting. Full head to
1: head and points are usually close, m- more closely related,
2: right?
0: I wonder yeah. why that.
1: Well, four is not that far from where I have him, so I guess uh, I'm kind of in line with total points.
0: I mean, I guess that just means winning by enough each week, yeah. and not having that big blowout week. But that is interesting, yeah. All right, top top four.
1: Number four, I have Rafi. Um, the I, number,
0: wow. Yeah. Number, no, oh boy, he's gonna love this.
1: <laughs> oh, bulletin board material coming. <laughs> you yeah, have me at four.
0: So, for the record, number one overall in the power pole after six weeks. And you think he's the fourth likeliest to win the
1: title. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no title after week six. Uh, You got to sustain. Honestly, I don't trust his quarterbacks. Um, Murray has been good. I mean, he's been, sorry, not good. The opposite. He's been amazing fantasy wise, but he's been not as good on the field. And I feel like those two kind of come to a head at some point, like, He's been running a lot of touchdowns in. Um, that's usually not sustainable. I think he's gonna, he's at a peak that he's going to come down from a little. Um, and then he has like Garoppolo and that's it. So uh, again, this comes down to my view of fantasy and I value quarterbacks pretty highly. Uh, he has Mike Davis, who's out of a job in a couple of weeks. His running backs are great. No question there. Justin Jefferson's been amazing, but. You know, will he be a top five receiver this season? I, I, if he is great, and that would, that would be amazing, but that's what he's been like so far since he picked him up. So um, Tyree Kill is injury prone. I see questions here. Um, not a strong bench. Uh, a lot of players that I liked early on in the season Josh Kelly, Mark Ingram, who have Evan Ingram, they've kind of been busts. Darnold, you know, I don't know if they really have value at this point. So, yeah, there's question marks here. But obviously, all these teams are very good. I just want to, Rafi, you have a good team. It's good.
0: <laughs> no, no, lean it, lean in, lean in.
2: Lean in. <laughs> you know, the only point I'll agree with you on that is 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 Mike Davis when he no longer scores, he's been having monster to weeks the past couple of weeks. That's been helping Rafi when he loses Mike Davis. When McCaffrey comes back, back that
1: could that that's that's the the downside. He's, he's been a top. He's been what the number one, I think, actually. Yeah. That span so that that's going to go to almost nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that, that will hurt him. But besides
2: that, I think he has a very strong team. And, and then who
1: does he replace think, him with? Jack yeah, and, the tra-
2: and the trade he did with you, Benny, to get, to get Henry really helped him a lot. Um, yep. Yeah. I think his team is really strong after that. All right,
1: we'll see. We shall see.
0: The top three, the, the top third three. most likely to win this year after six weeks, according to AB, is?
1: Is Eitan. Um, mm, and I'm usually pretty chart. high on Eitan, at least over the last three years, when we've seen this rejuvenated Eitan, who's uh, upped his focus on fantasy um, to uh, Julie's uh, disappointment.
0: <laughs> in <ain't> Shona Rishona.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's, he's, he has the kind of team I like in that he's deep at pretty much every position, he has a player who could kind of step in if something goes wrong. He, he's four to quarterbacks deep, and if nothing goes wrong, he could trade that during a bye week for to improve another, another spot. And, you know, I, I don't see too many weaknesses here. So I think he has a team that will hold up.
2: They've also been doing pretty well without Michael Thomas, who might be coming back. Oh, yeah. And, so he's uh, done all this without Michael Thomas most of the season. So he should get a boost there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... He has not been hit by the big injury except for Thomas, but and then got disciplined for a game. So then there was that, then the bye week. So we've not seen him really since week one. So yeah, that's that's someone who can just vault him even further.
1: Yeah, and he has he has Lindsay on the bench, who's a player I like because Melvin Gordon's in all kinds of legal and whatever. Also, Melvin Gordon's not good. That's another. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he's not good at football. Like, I don't know why he's still like a starter, but whatever. So, I always liked Lindsey uh, in general. He's he's a better running back than Gordon in the first place. That's even if he doesn't lose his job to injury or just jail or stuff like that. I mean, he's an NFL player. He's not going to jail. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number
0: <laughs> two, down to the top number two. Number two,
1: and this should excite our uh, esteemed guests, but at number two, I have Hillel. Screw you, hello. Your team's always good. It's really annoying. <laughs> but he, he pulls out James Robinson out of nowhere. Now DeAndre Swift looks good. Um, and that's adding to Watson and Fuller the, the, you know, the Fuller, the same Fuller that he's overspent on, but who's kind <laughs> of living up to that promise. Um, he's been pretty good, and Watson is just coming on, and he has a really good team. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: I think you overspent on Will Fuller. I think we should spend a lot more time (laughs) with that. We
1: should talk about that. You know, we'll have a whole episode breaking down Fuller's value and whether, I mean, Aaron Jones has been great. Julio is back, it seems. Diggs, I expected Buffalo to suck. I'm one of those. I was a doubter. And Uh -uh. they have been amazing.
2: I will say I thought he spent way too much on Fleur and Diggs, and I've been proven wrong there. They've been great so far this season. I thought Diggs would be horrible this season. He was on my do-not-draft list when I was looking yeah. for the auction. Same and, and I thought he spent way too much on him, and, and uh, Skate's proved me wrong because Diggs has been great.
1: Although, you, it, know, in, you know, to question my own logic, he doesn't have much of a bench, um, but he does have Mike Williams who, with Keenan Allen – is seriously injured, has a lot of potential. I dropped him early on, so shame on me.
0: It's, it's, it's not a great bench, but looking at that team top to bottom, that's not a team you want to play. When, when, when they're at full strength, no buy. Like, that is a team you don't want to play.
1: Yeah, could I mean, agree. a solid team. I mean, we didn't mention Kittle, so that's – he's in the right. team. <laughs> yeah,
0: or Aaron Jones.
1: And that brings us to number one. Yeah, of course, Aaron Jones. Number, number one, one – I think, so, you know, obviously is Storm. He's the only one left. Um, yes, I knew he would be on this show, but, you know, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no bias. Everything's objective here. Obviously, I wasn't biased towards Benny. Um, yeah, I think it's just a great team. I mean, Kareem Hunt uh, is partially dependent on Chubb, but he's he's really, really good when Chubb's in there anyway, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, probably the deepest team um, if Alshon Jeffrey comes back, Christian Kirk has potential, Chase Edmonds, Latavius Murray, all these guys both get carries and have high upside, so they have floors and ceilings. And then, you know, he has good starters at every position. I don't see really any weaknesses here. Well, thank you for the compliments.
2: Um, I, you know, I'm a pessimist, so I do see some weakness on my team, but um. Again, I think a big part of me this year has been not been fully healthy. Um, so if I get the injury bug, um, I could definitely be hurt by that. But I think if I stay healthy, I have a shot. I should make the playoffs and have a shot to do to make a deep run.
1: Yeah, both Rodgers and Roethlisberger are absolutely outperforming their expectations. Rodgers, because he had two down years, Roethlisberger was an injury risk, and who knows if he's going to come back, and I shared that view and they've both been great. So that's an amazing start. Kamara's basically the best player in the league at this point, um, fantasy wise. And then, you know, a bunch of good receivers. What else can you ask for?
0: Yeah, I think it's a solid team all around. Look, again, looking at the teams uh, just now, I think if I was doing the rankings based on, based on how I see it, I think sticks probably better team. I think skates is probably better team, but it's all very close. I think those, uh, I I know. So maybe it's just, maybe it's the the current standings. Aton's fifth in points. So I I don't, I wouldn't put him. I think I wouldn't put him top three. I think stick storm and skates. That's annoying to say are your, (laughs) are your top three in some order or or, or another. Um, But I'm looking forward to the, to the rest of the season. I think it'll be interesting. I think uh, there's still some movement for the playoffs right now. The top six are stick crowd skates, storm, Aton, and UAB, but and URIs, not far behind, like are race four and two. If, yeah, there's all that clutter in the head-to-head. So, so much can happen between now and December that you could see some movement and some people that are currently not in the playoffs get in and some people that are currently in, present company included, maybe find themselves on the outside.
1: Yeah, I think that um, it's going to be interesting. Let's hope one of these teams can, could uh, stop skates from winning. That's always the goal.
0: <laughs> or, or remember, there's still a chance that the league shuts down in the next four weeks of COVID, and then uh, we... <laughs> well, there,
1: One of us on this podcast is rooting for that. I, I forgot.
0: <laughs> still a chance. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of Cast. Thank you so much to Storm for joining us. Wonderful, uh, wonderful to have you here.
2: Thank uh, you so much for having me and putting me first in the rankings. Thank you for that as
1: well.
0: Well, call it how a, I
1: see it. I call it how I see
0: it. It's it's a courtesy he <laughs> likes to extend to to all the guests. <laughs> uh, as a Somehow reminder, I don't
1: I don't think I'll extend that courtesy to Kraut when he when he makes his way on. Oh, that's day. gonna be
0: legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we, should, maybe we should have on november 4th just just for fun
1: oh wow yeah that'll be that'll be a lot of, well that could be fun it could be awful so right. let's decide let's decide at the time right. <laughs> so, we're gonna uh, do that. boy.
0: so that'll do it for Fantasy cast um as always you can email us any feedback at thrantasycast at gmail.com or find us at twitter at thrantasycast um Thank you, as always, to our whole team of sponsors. We thank them for their generous sponsorship. And until next time, have a good night, Amy. Good night.